All right, we are back. Welcome to Crime Pursuit Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Bounds, and we are here with a brand new pursuit. Uh, Tonight, we have two special guests with us regarding the case of Nicholas Roth, and I hope I said that right. This is regarding the case in Chagaloo, Louisiana, that took place August 14, 2020. I would like to welcome to the show Haley uh, Bergen. Did I say that right? Bergeron. Bergeron. See, I always mess up names. Gina Hansen. Correct. All right. I got that one right. One out of two. All right. So welcome to the show. I want to start out with Haley. Who was Nicholas Roth? He was a son, a father, a brother, a friend, a hard worker, just an all-around good guy. Give you the shirt off his back. Okay, and what kind of relation was he to you? A good friend, a relative? A good friend. Probably known him since I was 13 or 14. Oh, so you've known him pretty much all your life? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gina, what about you? Um, I've known Nicholas since he was a baby. Um, he was just a few months younger than my daughter, and I, our, me and his parents were all real close at the time. And he he was just a good kid all around. He loved to hunt. He loved to fish. You know, just all-around good kid, well-rounded. Okay. All right. During the course of, in, in the, of the investigation, we heard that. I want to ask Haley. Haley, let's talk about what happened in Shangaloo, Louisiana, August 14th. 2020 well supposedly they had went to a party that was a um a cornhole tournament and um they left early which they as in uh james roland which is nick which is katie's brother and um nick's they left the party early because katie wanted them back home and um Within 30 minutes of them leaving the party, he was shot and killed and by James. By who? By James. Okay. The, fr- the friend that he went to the party with. Okay, before we get into that, this happened. Who found him and how did this all come about? Well, I mean, they were there. They uh, shot him and then got got together and did whatever they did, and then they called their dad, and then, then the sheriff's department was called. Then the um, state troopers were called because Jason Parker, the um, sheriff of Webster Parish, just didn't, because his dad was a Webster Parish deputy, didn't think it was good for them to do the investigation, so he turned it over to the Louisiana State Police. Right, a conflict of interest. Yeah, because yeah, of that. Okay, let's back up. Now, who, who was all at this party? Oh, I, I have no idea. There was a bunch of friends and stuff like that, but they had left and went back home. It happened at his home at um, James's house. Okay, so it happened. It happened at James's house, right? Um. So, what details of what took place? They where were, he was they were murdered? Having a good time. Well, they were having a good time at the party, laughing. Um. I mean, getting along great, and then they went home. Or went to James's house, and then within that thirty minutes, he was shot. Supposedly, they had gotten into it. They had gotten into a fight, and Nick beat up James, 
and James left and went inside and came out with a shotgun and shot him. Okay. So let's talk about the investigation. When you got the news about it, Gina, what did you hear? I just heard that Nick was shot when I first when I first heard about it. I was out of town when I heard about it. And um just that his his girlfriend Katie and her brother were were responsible for it. Um, later, when I got back to town, I heard that his, the brother had shot him, and um, that there it was hours, like five hours, before his parents were even notified. They had somebody off the streets come in and tell them. I heard Nick was shot, and then later than that, the Louisiana State Police finally got a hold of him. So you pretty much heard heard the same thing that. Uh, Haley heard regarding, you know, who was involved with this case. Okay. So the state police get involved. What happens then? Well, they they went to investigating it, and then there was a hurricane that came through South Louisiana. The lead investigator left the investigation to go work the hurricane, and it was put on hold. And um, then... We started the Justice for Nick page. It started getting attention, and they finally started investigating it again. So when you say started investigating it again, did they stop at one time? It it was definitely, I mean, the parents have gotten no information as to exactly what went on that night. What they know is what I told you, and that he was, the you know, the, what the autopsy report said, and that's that's all they know. Okay. Um, there's been it's been ninety something days at this point, and they had, the state state police have met with them two or three times, but gave them no information. And why is that? We don't know. Your guess is as good as ours. So you you go through this, and you're talking to the family. What are they thinking, and how are they feeling about this? They're devastated. Like they they're real upset. Um, Greg has started shaking, which is the, his father. He started shaking real bad, just real bad anxiety. And his mom's doing everything she can to hold herself together. And he's got two sisters that, you know, they're they're trying to be strong for their parents. And one of his sister goes out to his grave every Friday and lays down and talks to him. So, um, and you said it's like been it's been over three months, right? Correct. All right. Uh, so let's talk about suspects. Is there just one suspect or two, three? How many is it? Well, we we believe there's been a cover up by the father and some of Webster Parish deputies um, because there was so much time in between when they were called and everything. It was just, I mean, none of it makes sense, you know. None of it does. The the father has, the the boy's father has um, gotten in trouble before for drinking and driving the police car and gotten suspended from work for that. He's he's been in trouble several times, so he's he's not what you'd call a good cop. You're claiming he's not a good cop. Am I correct? Right. Okay. Right. There's there's some other things, but that that's documented. Yeah, that's the only thing we know for sure that's been documented. Okay. So have anybody talked to the suspect, or have he made any statements regarding this? Not a word. They haven't 
the mother called Katie, the girlfriend, and asked her. She said, Katie, can you just please tell me what happened? And Katie told her, I don't have to tell you nothing. Okay, and okay. Who girlfriend is this that you're speaking of? Nick's girlfriend. Okay, and so I'm assuming she was there, correct? Correct, yes. Okay, so. She is the sister of the boy that shot him. Okay, it was her brother that right. allegedly killed her boyfriend, correct? Correct. Right. Well, he admitted to it. He admitted to shooting him and, you know, that he was mad and it was an accident. But then the father coaxed him into saying that it was self-defense. All right. So how did that, who do he, who did he admit that to, to the police or to family or what? I Well, I know for sure he admitted that to um, Detective uh, Garrett. Detective Garrett is his last name. Okay. And so what was the justification for self-defense? He claimed that Nick was beating him up. Yeah, he claimed that Nick was beating him up and then later added that he was beating up Katie, but neither of them had any marks reported. Uh, Nick's sister went over his body real good to see if he had any scrapes, bumps, scratches, anything to show that he might have been in a fight. And she said there was not a scratch on his body anywhere, that he was he was wearing flip-flops and even his, his feet were fine, you know. Okay, so after she reviewed the body, she now believes that he wasn't in, in a scuffle nor even a fight, right? Right. So have any other information come forward regarding what took place that night? Uh, are they the sister, the, the girlfriend, they're keeping real hush-hush? You know, get, let's dig into what's going on with that. The sister has, the sister... Nick's girlfriend has a child, Rachel Kate. And when they went to court, she requested that there be a um, an order where nobody can talk. I can't think of what it's called. A gag order. Oh, a gag, a gag order. order. Yeah. yeah. And so there's been a gag order put on the parents. And they, they, they aren't allowed to talk about it, about the investigation at all. What was the reason that they were granted the gag order? No particular reason. I guess because her father's a cop. <laughs> That's the only tie that I can think of. The reason why anything has gone on the way that it has. Well, first thing, Webster Parish is known for its good old boy system. And if you're part of that good old boy system... People tend to look the other way and favors are done and so on and so forth. Okay, so uh, what is the local media saying? Um, is the investigation closed or, or still open? It's still open. Okay, well, if it was rude self-defense, is there a reason why they said it's still open? No, they haven't. They haven't turned over any. They haven't turned the case over to the DA yet. We're still waiting not a charge has been pressed, not an arrest has been made, and no answers have been given whatsoever. That's just the word on the street that he's, you know, saying that it was self-defense. Okay, so really there is no hardcore uh, evidence to say that right. he actually said that, right? Right. Right. What is the lead detective saying 
to the family? Is he is he working with them? Is he not returning their phone calls or he being if he cooperating with them? How's that going? Um, at first he was answering the phone calls and stuff. And I think now they have a hard time getting him to respond back. Now I do know that, um, they gave him some leads and he's followed up on those leads, but we don't know anything on the, on the outcome of it. Because this is for the state police. Am I correct? That's correct. So, um, so that's why they stepped in because the suspect dad is a police officer and we're on the same page right yes yes okay. now jason parker the sheriff is a retired louisiana state police too all right okay well that tie into the good old boy system i bet <laughs> Correct. I, um so is the family what what is their feeling that, that do they believe that an arrest is going to be made in this case they're prayerful that it does that it is. Yeah, they're they're staying positive, but it's it's hard whenever so much is going on and so time so much time has passed and and how they're just trying so hard to keep us quiet. You know, after we started the Justice for Nick page, that's when they wanted the gag order, and I know they're they're trying to stay positive about it and hoping that more than one arrest is made. They took down. They had Facebook take down two pages before we got this one set up to where they couldn't take it down how was you able to do that well I, I i just made it to where it was an actual page because at first we did a profile and then um this is the backup one really and they they took they took down the profile and um then with this page they've taken down a few of the posts but they haven't been able to take down the whole page Okay, so is the dad behind this, or is it the actual suspect? Who who do you believe that's involved with trying to uh, get attention brought to this case? To keep attention from being brought to this case? Yeah. I'm sure it's Katie and her brother, um, and most likely the dad. Um, they they they're just those kind of that kind of people. Katie came from nothing. Katie was, you know, going nowhere. She wasn't anything until Nick saved her. Nick really saved her and and helped put her through nursing school and, like, got her out of what she was in. She had a terrible home life with her family. And Nick comes from a good family and, you know, basically put her under his wing. And then it was like once she graduated school and was able to fend for herself it's it's like she got rid of him at least that's how i feel okay so you said she come from a, a terrible family and her her dad's a police officer <laughs> yes wow okay yeah that he's is... a real bad alcoholic and abusive and just just not a not a good person at all okay yeah okay. that wouldn't make sense okay and so here nick you know he you know, took her under his wing. And, you know, after she got on her feet and everything, she, what, felt like she didn't need him no more and he couldn't, exactly. He was he ready to accept that or he couldn't accept that? What was the situation? Yeah, he, he was ready to accept that, but they had a child together and he tried to do what was best for the child and she used that against him a lot. He was in the process of going to court and getting custody and child support set up and, 
she she didn't like that idea at all. She didn't want him, but she didn't want nobody else with him either. Oh, okay. Okay. So do anybody know what the fight was about that night? Was it regarding them two and the brother got involved or what? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. You know, because usually in these cases, um, the sister is out running her mouth when she's drunk or whatever, and, you know, it always gets back. Because I'm assuming there in Chagaloo is a very small community, am I right? Oh, yeah. 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 How many people? How many people in Shagaloo? Oh, I don't know. We have no idea. It's not not a lot. Yeah. I don't okay. think there's even a population. Oh wow! It's a, it's a village. Really? Yes. It's not even a city or a town. It's a village. Oh okay. Huh. Interesting. So now, James, the brother that shot Nick, had had mental problems. He had actually been. Um, uh, put in Brentwood, which is a local mental facility down here, and and um, he's had trouble before, but I mean nothing this serious, you know. But he he's he's got, I would guess to say anger issues, and um, I'm sure that what we believe is Katie kept telling her brother she wished he was dead or something like that, and. That's when James took it in his own hands to do that. But why, why that night in particular? I mean, I'm sure they they have a kid together. They've been in into it. I'm sure. But why but I, this in particular night? I believe because he had seen that lawyer and was in the middle of getting the custody and the child support and all of that. Because they were trying to work it out. They were trying to get back together and work things out. And normally in the past, you know, he would drop the lawyer and just take her, you know, let her come back home to his house, you know, and this time that didn't happen. You know, she didn't come back home and him drop the lawyer. She was, she came back home and he kept the lawyer and within a month or maybe two, if that, you know, then that's when it happened. And I know she, I feel like she believed that he was going to get, you know, either full custody or joint custody, and she didn't want that. Okay. Well, that would make sense. So let's go back to the conversation with her and Nicola's mother. Was that the only conversation they ever had? That That's the only conversation they had about the um, murder of Nick, as far as I know. Okay. And no, so she was pretty. Gone. She was pretty. They've gone to custody court since then. Okay, so she's been pretty belligerent, you know, with with Nicholas' mother. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, so do they get to see Nicholas' child? Um, they had a temporary order where they got to see her every other week, and this last week they went to court and. They've got a, another order stating that they can see the child from Thursday to Sunday once a month, and they can never have her on the holidays. Oh, okay. So they can't even have her on Christmas or Thanksgiving? No, no, sir. Wow. I mean, that's an important time to have kids around, you know, well, especially grandchildren. Right, yeah. Oh, and yeah. 
when Nicholas lived next door to his mother and daddy, and he saw the the grandparents saw the baby every day and helped care for. Her. Oh, I bet you know because if he lived next door, his parents, you know, naturally, uh, you know, they're going to see the grandbaby. Yeah, that would make sense. Right. Yeah. So, um. I want to ask both of you, are you both optimistic that there will be criminal charges brought? Not at this point. I'm not. Okay, explain why. Just because um, I don't think there's going to be the evidence there that um, that they need. I mean, I may be wrong. Like I said, the Louisiana State Police have not been communicating any much with Kelly and Greg, the parents. And um, I just feel like that, you know, it's a good possibility that what little bit of evidence was there probably got pushed under the rug. Yeah. And what about you? I'm hopeful just because of how loud we are and how the page keeps growing, the views keep coming. And I just feel like the more we talk about it, the louder we are, regardless of the gag order, that somebody's going to see it and wonder why hasn't something been done. Yeah, absolutely. So how long you guys say you've had this page up that hasn't been taken down? Within a week of Nicholas dying. Yeah. It, it, um, I want to say it was published around set. Well, actually about a month. It, It was like September 14th, whenever it first was published, this page that hasn't been taken down. Okay. Now, both of you have been very vocal um, for Nicholas Roth. Have you got any backlash from the family? Um, When I say the family from the suspect family regarding what you've been doing on Facebook? Um, I haven't, but I have put up up signs that say justice for Nick, and um, they've been taken down by the constable of Shongaloo stating that they're they were put I put them out at stop signs in the area and um he took them all up saying that there was an ordinance against having signs in the um parish right away and um when I called and said I wanted to press charges for him stealing them he returned one of one of the cops that I contacted contacted him and he returned them the next morning and asked me to please take it down off the page because we had set up cameras to catch who was stealing our signs. And so that was a big ordeal. And anyway, he brought those back and um, then we just started putting up more signs. So did you get, did you get anything on, on camera when you set those cameras up? Yes, sir. We, we caught um, Troy Simmons stealing them, Dean Simmons stealing them. And then we caught, on camera, the boy, James, rolling, kicking them down, but the, the video was too grainy because it was just at dark, and you couldn't, you know, we knew it was him because we had just passed him, but um, we saw him kicking the signs, angrily kicking the signs. And, and, you, and, and you guys have this on video? Yes, sir. And you're in possession of this video right now? Yes, sir. It's, okay. it's posted to Facebook. Okay, um, I'm you know when we get done here, I want you to send those to me, and I'll explain how, and we're gonna post them, 
on the Crime Pursuit podcast page because we have a Facebook page. And we okay. want millions of people to look at these videos because that is very, very disgusting. Yes. Yeah. And we asked we asked Troy Simmons when he brought those signs back. We asked him, well, did you take up the the campaign signs that was close by? And he said, no, the state will come along and get those later. So he was just targeting the justice for Nick stuff. Yeah. Okay. Man, you guys are wonderful. Wow, that is amazing. Okay, so um, wrapping up, you both of you don't feel too optimistic, but you you continue to fight. Where do you think the parents, where is their thinking at as far as getting justice for their son? Do they believe it's going to happen? Do they, I know they're they're hopeful and they're prayerful, but what? let's talk about what is their true thinking about getting justice for their son. Honestly, what I think is if they let go of any hope that, that there's just nothing there, you know, um, if they, if they don't have that hope, then, you know, that that's my, my feeling. If they don't have that hope, then it's just, I mean, it's going to be devastating for them. Yeah. I, I really believe that, that they truly believe that it's going to happen regardless of how bad it looks right now. I really do believe that they truly believe it because if they think that it's not going to happen, you know, I feel like they're scared that it won't happen. So I really do think they're trying to think the best of everything and thinking that maybe they're taking so long because they're doing a thorough investigation and, you know, but, you know, I'm, I'm sure in the back of their minds, they know, you know, that this, you know, the, that this could go either way. Right, that this could go either way, and the good old boy system could come into play. It, it's already into play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I just want to tell both of you, uh, Gina and Haley, you both are doing an amazing job. You Both of you are really, really good friends, even when Nicholas is no longer with us. Well, we have run out of time, but before we go, I don't know which one of you, uh, probably Haley, let let our listeners know about the page, what you do on that page, and how they can find it on Facebook. Um, you can search at Justice 4, as in the number 4, Nick Roth, um, and it's just Justice for Nick, and we, uh, we post prayers, we post updates. And we just try to keep the page active, keep people commenting and sharing. That way, everything, like the word gets out. And there's TikTok videos. We have a TikTok page that's that's connected to it. You can, they've got a GoFundMe on that page. We've done um, several fundraisers and everything. Just try to help the family out because they're facing so much. Yeah, yeah. That is amazing. All right. Okay, you guys hold on. Uh, don't go anywhere. All right. For all of you listeners, you heard about the Facebook page. Please go and give them support. Go join the page right now. I ask. Also, we have our own Facebook page, Crime Pursuit Podcast. Go there. We'll interact with you. I have people on there pretty much 24 hours a day. 
We have Instagram at Crime Pursuit. We have a Twitter. And if you have any ideas or if you want Crime Pursuit to look in the case, don't hesitate to come to our Facebook and inboxes. All right. Thank you for listening. Have a good night.